arise from your enchanted slumber, and heed the words of your master, Komichi. My efforts to retrieve the power jet in the depths of Mount Vanillus have failed, and I have brought horrible catastrophe on the world. Worse, I have unleashed the evil power of Vid. I have been flung far beyond the void, and I, for all my wizardry, cannot stop him. But you can, my young apprentice. Uh, I I thought my valley was the catastrophe. No, no, no. So I have given that, you the that power. Kind of, that <laughs> kind of backfired, didn't it? Bobby, listen to your master. I have given you the power to move in ghostly form into the heart of my fortress, where Vid now dwells with his minions. <laughs> in mirrors the souls of my champions who have gone before you to fight this dark lord. All have failed, but with your help, they may yet succeed. But take care (laughs) that you lead them well, or they will never survive the hidden traps and seriously dangers of Vid's defenses. Go now, Tommy, for even as I speak, Vid grows even stronger. So what, he's putting up stairs for me to resentfully climb? Well, well, yeah, but you have to walk up to the mirrors of the Hall of Heroes and pick your heroes. Through the stairs, presumably. here you have you have one uh, uh, Matt. Who disturbs my rest? Do you want to journey with Matt, Tommy? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, he can. Good, good. How about Sam? How oh, are I am oh, here yeah. in a painting, apparently, or something? Oh, oh yeah, the both can give me encouragement. Um, that will give you nope. more than that. Adam! I can't <laughs> stop staring into Sam's mirror, and now it's an infinite horizon sort of thing. Oh. What, what have we told you about crossing mirrors? I'm sorry, but you're right in front of me. Yeah, I mean, and last, we have the fourth mirror of Maddie. Like oh, Jesus. That fire. That mirror makes me feel a bit ashamed of looking at... Oh, fat boy. Yes, yes. Walk into the Hall of Champions and do your bidding. Welcome to Pudgeed. <laughs> walk, walk into the Hall of Shame. <laughs> I refuse to believe that we ever had souls. That's, that's, that's one, one thing you should never tell Tommy to do, is walk into a hall full of mirrors. Yeah. It's even yeah. worse than walking into a hall full of stairs, which I have yeah. meticulously crafted. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to think that Vid could ever be a dark lord because he 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 just has so much chicken fat on his fingers. <laughs> but that's my dark that's lords t- like chickens too. Yes. No, don't be racist. I mean <laughs> they have to nourish themselves on something. Yeah, so yeah you can hardly expect them righteous. You but can seri- hardly expect them to but seriously, keep Sam, a same. reasonable vitamin intake. <laughs> but seriously, really Sam. Mean. Seriously, Sam. Saying that Dark Lords like chicken too is is incredibly racist. <laughs> yeah, yes. it really is. What's well, next? He like watermelon? Yeah. Well, yes. But do you like watermelon? Well, yes, I do. Oh, but so you, racist. You grouping it? Yes, but you grouping it into. Me being a dark lord is just... It's not because he's a dark lord. He just likes good food. So yes, it's good food because it's good food. Sam, like don't that. be an Andy Sipowitz. Yeah. I'm what, just what, saying, what? It's watermelon like that is bland as get. heck. Nobody wants to eat that much just water. I do. Why? It's bland. I could 
You have not had good watermelon. I'd rather graze. I'd rather literally graze on grass. (laughs) Is that why you have such broad, powerful shoulders? Yes. My diet is mostly grass. Wow. Because you stand on on your arms. Yeah, you've got to you've got to kind of haunch down to get your fat. You you know your face. May we milk you? Uh, if you like. You know these 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 boobies are uh, going a little bit uh, heavy, so uh, oh. you go for it. I wasn't going to milk the boobies. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did a sentence. I did it. You, I hate looking go. at your faces. Well, you don't have to. This is not a video podcast. Skype does not allow such technology. Actually, it you does with for us. Skype Premium if you buy Skype Premium. Or <laughs> Skype Premium. No. You can, you can buy Skype Premium? Why? Uh, you can get it for free currently if you go on their collaboration site. By the way, I actually genuinely recommend you do this because you can get as many codes as you want and you can redeem three in a month. Uh, so I've now got Skype Premium for the next, like, 30-odd years. You said that before. So many of these. I might have done, but I've got so many of these fucking codes, I don't know what to do with them. Or we could just use uh, Google Hangouts. Gifts to us. Or we could do that. Google Hangouts are whole. It's just better. That's like trading in the current problems with a whole new set of problems. Uh, Google really? Hangouts has, has always been alright for me. Um, or we could just use a actual private server. Anyway, talking shop, um, I oh said, <laughs> screw you, Microsoft. Microsoft sounds a little bit like Mycroft... And therefore, how good was Sherlock? Come on, it was awesome. Mm. It was good, bit. I Don't didn't tell see me. It. Don't I tell like me the bit where Stephen Fry plays Mycroft. Yeah, that <laughs> is, that was <laughs> I was favorite. talking about the movie instead of the show, which is. Good. <laughs> I like the bit where Mark Gattis does it. They're equally British and equally good. Shut up. <laughs> I like uh, the, I like uh, that Mark Gatiss did a whole a whole um, TV series like a documentary series about the history of horror writing. Um, yeah. And uh, Mark Gatiss is a legend. Like, I, I don't know why awesome. he bothers to put up with fucking Moffat. I, I, I like I like the bit when Mycroft replaced Jeremy Brett on uh, on the TV series because Jeremy Brett was 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 so ill he eventually died. I, I, oh, I like that part. That's I like nice that part. Oh, wait, I don't like that. that part. Part. I like that part where Goldrick has a cunning plan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like the My part favorite. where they kill Robin Hood. I like the part when um, Stephen Fry went up the mountain with Bear Grylls. I like the part oh, where Matt Smith, really uh, uh, Smith had little hair. I liked it when Stephen Moffat made Doctor Who good. No, he didn't. Fuck you. The glory Mine days. Never been good. Don't be hating. He never <laughs> made it good. No, for God. no he made good episodes. <laughs> This is the part where I say sorry for the satire. So, Matty, uh, uh, you know uh, Minsk. um, He's probably the best character in any video game ever, right? He really is the best character in any video game. Nothing has come close. Just to to fill the listeners in, everyone, all the other hosts apart from Matty can can stop listening because it's a secret for them. So every time they start talking about something else, we're going to start talking about Baldur's Gate. Uh, Okay. And when they talk about the, the really nerdy shit that no one cares about, we can yeah. talk about right. cool, cool so nerdy shit. So, Baldur's Gate isn't really nerdy shit that isn't no. relevant or anything. It's what no, the cool no. kids love. Right, okay. Oh. Oh. My okay. favorite Baldur's you know Gate game was Baldur's Gate 3, The Black Hound. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't kill guilt. <laughs> I, I could try. 
Oh, that was such a horrible thing to say. How could you I'm do crying. this? I'm crying. How could you? That was a really horrible thing to say. He, like he's going to cry now. Mike's going to cry now. But I would yeah. if I had emotions. Can you give me the chance to lighten the mood a bit? If you like. No. Please, please do. One of the games I played this week was Broken Age. Yeah, and that was really good. I have played Broken Age as well. How I have reviewed you? Broken Age. It was and we played it and speed ran it. Oh, I have not played it because I don't do Kickstarter. Oh, fuck you. Fuck. you I have played it, it early access, but haven't finished it. Hey Sam, you can get it on early access. You know that. Told us all not going to. You can't. They removed it from early access. It's not on there. Oh, did they not? Yeah, because because you got such a big backlash, but they're releasing it normally on the twenty eighth instead. Backlash? What? I I do technically own it because I've got family sharing with someone who did back it. So oh, just play it then. It's actually quite a good game. I am not going to. I I okay. I think it's a very good way to start the year. That's yeah, what I think it I was ready when the embargo stuff originally happened. I was actually looking up like good old aliens, Colonel Marines quotes. I could just replace words and. <laughs> Mm. In case it was needed. <laughs> but, um, Can you explain the embargo shit? Because I basically, really basically what happened. Basically, what happened was um, they put up a, a, an embargo that you weren't allowed to talk about the game until the, until the 28th at a certain point. As soon as the game uh, released at um, um, the game released uh, at midnight between 27th and 28th, and a lot of people got the game two weeks early, that means you would actually have paid for a game, funded a game, owned the game even if you weren't the reviewer, and weren't allowed to talk about it. And that's oh, the thing, is that the, um, it was just such a, I don't, they said that, oh, well, because there's so much excitement about the game, we want you to be, okay, that's a, that's a decent line to have, but it's got to be the fact that there are so many friggin' backers that you literally cannot have an embargo on past the, yeah. the point at which you give people the was, uh, game. Yeah. It was weird, because I was looking at Tim Schafer's Twitter thing, and this was while the embargo was a thing that happened. Um, someone asked, what can I talk about? If at all, and he said the first third of the game is fair game. As in, I think the problem was that they didn't explain what was embargoed. Because mm-hmm. according to Tim Schofield, anyone would have been allowed to talk about up to the first third of this game. So right. they could have talked Question. about the... Do they know this is the internet? Well, where, of course they do, I mean, and that's why they listed the embargo. Well, but, I think uh, eventually I they wised up. I think we're... In- I think we're confusing two ideas here because, uh, I mean, the the way I understand it is that, okay, there was the press part of the thing, which is, okay, you guys have proper review copies. Those are embargoed. That is nothing mm-hmm. out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Well, it it is yeah. out of the ordinary to be embargoed after the essential release date. That's a bit odd. But, mm. but it was also and weird because... You have a limited mm. amount of people who get access to a beta version and they didn't say, please never speak about it. They just asked to restra- restrain yourselves. Yeah, ourselves but, but that's no, 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 If you not, ask, uh, if you explicitly tell the internet, oh, please don't spoil this. Oh. <laughs> it's... <sighs> Well, the thing is, uh, Walter in, dies. I've been, uh, I've been following the development, uh, well, since, uh, since, uh, since the campaign started, and the, the people and the, uh, the backers were pretty good by, with keeping their mouth shut, except that one time when 
the the information that they are looking into alternative funding methods got out. So yeah, that's kind of a bit of worry. Think, I don't think uh, Double Fine did something unreasonable here. I think they did. Uh, I didn't yeah. think so originally, but I looked into it and read and read the actual um, embargo stuff. And basically, like, they even said, like, hey, if you're a backer, but you write for a blog, you're not allowed to talk about it, even though you paid for the game. It wasn't just review copies. And mm-hmm. if, if I'm not allowed to talk about a game uh, that I've bought past the point that, that, I, that, according to the email, I got passed in, like, 20 minutes, I think. It's weird. Now, yeah, I haven't done that. I haven't spoiled the game for anyone. I have no intention of doing it because I'm, I'm a nice person. But I wasn't even allowed to make, like, a Let's Play video of okay, it. Okay, okay. But having said that, they then realized the error of their ways and that it was completely like they yeah. couldn't have they couldn't have applied it. They just literally couldn't. It's like okay, there are a certain amount of uh, review copies you give out, and you give it out to people who have the platform and are therefore kind of culpable for what they say, right? So if they break and bar, you know, if they um, if they breach that, then you can say okay, that publication you did a bad. So, no, bad times. Um, whereas if it's just bloggers and if it's just everyone talking, you really can't bring that to bear because it's just the internet talking, right? Not to mention that, once again, almost often embargoes are set up by, by publishers for marketing reasons. Mm-hmm. They're a like bad to... thing to begin with. So and here I... we are. We are the people who funded this game, I... and they're setting rules on us. Well, no. Okay, so moralizing is aside, right, it's well, okay, not, do, do it's not like... It's, it'd be really, really difficult. It's just not viable to when this many people have got that game, right? Have got an advanced like copy of that game. Now that it's available on the pirate bay, so anyone can have it. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Well, There's of no course. way of keeping the plot information in. Yeah. Um, when you've given that that amount of copies of that game away, and then that amount of people are then spreading it out to the pirate bay, then you really, really can't enforce an embargo. Uh, is what I'm trying to say. Is uh, all that scandal and all that moralising and all that the the rights and what I'll leave that to Jim and other people who care. But I'm just saying that it would be very very difficult to to do that sort of thing. Just practically, it's yeah. It is weird how the how from the beginning of the Kickstarter to now the game has sort of evolved in the public eye because I mean it's been hmm. there's been a lot of up and downs on it. I agree. It's, at one point, it was on Steam Early Access, as in that was going to happen, mm. and that raised some questions, as in that was at the, at the height of the, wait a minute, we gave them about 800 times their original funding goal, how can they be bankrupt? Why is Elijah Wood in this game suddenly? Suddenly, everything started seemed a bit iffy. I, mm. I mean... I mean, it's, I'm really happy that now that the game's been released, a lot of that's well, most of it, not all of it, but most of it has seemed to have been put to bed because mm. now that yeah. the reviews have come out. Agreed. Like, I feel like there was a lot of cynicism that was set upon them, especially with that alternate funding stuff, especially with all that stuff. And everyone kind of felt like, okay, so they, I've given them this money, and we've all given them this money, and they, it was the most money that a, a Kickstarter had ever done. And well, it's it like, of, holy shit, this is ridiculous. Really, There's like, so much money here. And we we feel like um, I'm not sure well, guess, actually, but we because felt of its like position as the first big game of that Kickstarter made work. It sort of became a referendum on Kickstarters in general. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was that kind of shock of 
okay, how, however much we money we gave this game, they were still going to budget poorly. <laughs> like it felt really, yeah. it felt really bad to be a backer at that point. But then, um, as the game, as the documentary carried carry on, uh, as a lot of people had that, uh, a lot of those issues were assuaged. And then, when the game actually came out, when the trailer came out, and actually we saw this game is looking actually really fantastic, um, looking kind of I don't know, kind of it looks cute and it looks charming, and it is as far as I've played. Like it is one of the most like, charming games I've played. It is. I played through the, I don't know what it is, I don't know how long the game, the game that I have is, but I've played through the first leg of the, um, boys, and I've just done the first, I mean, I'm in the clouds with the girl, so I don't know how, how far I am in the game, but, uh, So, I'm about so as far as you are, then. That's interesting the way people are playing it, I mean, one of the things, what, the way I played it was that I alternated every now and then. Oh really? Yeah, I, I went as far, as far as I could with the boy until I couldn't go any further. Um, I don't know whether that's the end of the game or whether you, I can get further if she gets further or whatever. I, th- I think the idea is that if you get stuck on a puzzle, that you just sort yeah, of, you know, yeah, I'm thinking like, yeah, when you have to think over a puzzle, that's so- something he said in the documentary, I believe, that you just sort of go somewhere else, do something else. Yeah. It, it is interesting to hear the different way people play the game because I, I played through, I, I start with Bella and I, um, uh, I, and basically I, I played until there was, no more I can do on the line and move on over to Shay. Like, the, the idea to switching characters back and forth uh, during the process never, never really occurred to me, even though I play games like David Tentacle and stuff like that in the past. Mm. I mean, yeah, I actually also, had thought, thought about doing that, but, I mean, on one hand, it's cool that you can still be playing the game when, while, tech, well, this idea that, okay, you're stuck, so you do something, you occupy your mind with something else, yeah. and then return to it, and you have a way to still be playing the game even though you're not playing the exact same part of the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's I, also I, good that, that you were, but I, the way I approach it is that I went with uh, Vela first and uh, I'm, I think I'm halfway there. So I, yeah. I haven't uh, even switched to Shay. Yeah. Obviously I, I, I won't spoil anything. I mean, I, I finished the game multiple times, but uh, I, um, I, I, I when I wrote, wrote, wrote my review, I, I recommend that the people play as Vela first because I felt just in the way the story develops, and I won't go into why. Yeah, but I, I felt it was told better through yeah. the eyes of Vela. There first. are minor spoilers I felt in the uh, what's the guy's name? Shay. Shay. Yeah, in, uh, Shay, in Shay's story, there are minor spoilers in. Um, sure, keep thinking that. Shay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll not say anymore. Yeah. One thing I like about the game, going back to the whole you can swap between them whenever you get stuck, the visual aesthetic of both of them is so... I just feel like it's the most genius thing possible. Like, a space setting where nearly everything is knitted and it looks like a nursery. Yeah. It's a very pretty game. The aesthetic is absolutely wonderful. The character animations are gorgeous. I, the only yeah, problem I was, the one thing I, the one thing I was worried about the voice acting oh, the way no. I rate voice yeah. acting is um especially celebrity voice acting is yeah. if I'm thinking of the actor like for example if I'm thinking of mm. Black when he's when his character is talking yeah. that's yeah. not a good that's not a good sign it means yeah. he's not interesting enough as a character I was to make me forget about Jack Black I, I, never really, I don't think that happened 
It happened to <laughs> with Jack Black, but no other character. Do you know what? I was okay, thinking... Have you, have you, which well, one of you has been uh, watching the documentary series? Uh, I watched I the first 15 parts, I think. Or something I watched like the first, like, four parts. I, think. I watched the first, like, seven parts or something. Okay, because in the second to last episode, the, the casting director says that uh, they don't go for... I mean, they don't go for, like, big-name actors just for the paycheck. They go for... Okay, like, the the sense I got is that the actor being a big name is, uh, like, a bonus, but not the goal of getting yeah. them in the first place. They g- basically got people who who gave a shit about, uh, yeah. about this. I mean, like, th- the, the most surprising thing was that uh, apparently Elijah Wood was, Shake. like, he... He gives a shit yeah. about video yeah. games. Like, He's he, they, they even them. mentioned, like, uh, when they were reading, uh, when they showed him, like, his lines. So, uh, I think, like, Tim Schafer said, what, I, okay, so this is a bunch of random nonsense, and his response was, oh, so it's like in a adventure game when you just click on everything and get random no- responses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, don't tell me, everyone, anyone who has actually, actually have, have played any bit of Shay. Uh, Elijah Wood reminds me so much of Dominic Armado, I, and it makes me so happy. Mm. I mean, I that's didn't, the, yeah, I didn't so even realize. I didn't realize it was Elijah Wood for quite a bit of the game. Yeah, um, I will be honest. Elijah Wood's still yeah. alive. This is the <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard that Elijah Wood is voice acting this game. I did not notice so far. Yeah. So, which character is Elijah playing? Shay. Shay. He's the main character. main boy. Maybe. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I definitely moment. recommend you to at least catch up with the the documentary because I mean to me like you the, want me to, you want me to experience the documentary before I experience the game. Well, that's I, what I, I did. I've been following it. Spoilers, bro. I will. I will. They are very good with spoilers. And yeah, I mean that's that's what I will. What I'm getting at is that okay, I've been watching the documentaries episodes as they were coming out. And I am amazed with how little I knew about the game. I thought yeah. I knew everything, and it they, and, they, never the, and they they set certain expectations in my mind, but the the actual game just blew it completely out of water. Yeah, Alex, yeah. they never showed like, a single puzzle in any previous stuff. Like every puzzle in the actual game, uh, even if it's just a minor first use this item or this item thing at the start of the game. Nothing of that was shown. When you start up the game first yeah. time, you have no idea what you're going to do in the game. I love that. I barely knew anything about the plot. I actually really wanted them to like go really in depth and explain the puzzles. Then this is how you do this. And well, the, his, the, no, well, then, actually, here's the thing. Uh, now on, with the upcoming documentaries, they're going to be they're going to assume the people watching have played the first act, and they're going to be in more detail about that. They said that in the emails. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So, so don't okay. worry. So, so yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if I really want to experience everything, I should look at the documentary. Well, that's for playing. That's I mean, yeah. the, the way that I that I experience Broken Age is like this. Yeah, I mean, but if there's going to be like the this second whole, one that goes it's, super it's in like depth, like this whole. Cool. I, I, I don't know if it's, a, it's the word, uh, it's the right word to use. This whole event. I mean, okay, the game is a part of it, but it's also the documentary on, you know, on the basically hardships that those people went through. And that's yeah. the best thing about the documentary. There's this, there's this prevailing human element about it. Mm. Like there's people first and the game is just the thing that ties it all together. Like, for example, in, in, the, 
in the, the, as I mentioned, the second to last episode, like you see, uh, for example, Tim Schafer and I can't remember her name, the casting director, like you, they say that they have a long history dating back to LucasArts and you can just by seeing them interact with each other for like, I don't know, 20 seconds, you, you can tell that those are, like, long-time friends. Yeah. And, it's yeah, also amazing when, when you... And in the last episode, when you when you see the composer, uh, Peter McConnell, I believe, Yeah. Mm-hmm. which, by the way, the soundtrack is probably his best work today. It's a really good soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Like, when he was listening to to the... the uh, I think it was in Melbourne or Sydney... One of the Australias, uh, the orchestra doing re- recordings and his reaction. That's, that's just priceless. And um, also, I, I, I love seeing in the documentary where all the times where Tim Schafer gets to have a person saying no to him as well. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's not just, like, there are moments where he's, he's like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, and then it's like, no, we, we, we can't do that. Like, we can't have this. We, 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 we can't afford that. This won't work. We have to cut this. And like, like, no, we can't have this artist. It doesn't. It doesn't match. We're gonna have to yeah, yeah. move around. And, and that's uh, amazing. Yeah, and uh, just as I said, it's uh, the the picture that I got of the game from the documentary. Uh, I mean, the the last episode came out like a month ago, and I can't really. I, I don't exactly remember where in 2000 for when in 2013 it was shot, but I got this sense. Okay, so this is looking. This is finally coming together. But man, there's still a lot of a lot to completion, mm. and they were like outsourcing the animation, and there was still work to do with that. But as I said, the end result was. I mean, the documentary, I probably uh, enjoyed this game so much because of the documentary, because because mm-hmm. of basically the documentary being like a giant red herring that sets certain expectations. Then you play the game and it's... It sets really bad expectations. Well, I don't want to say bad, but uh, I mean, I was expecting a decent game. I did... I and I would be happy with that. And that's but what, I, what like. I got. But what I got is like some of the best looking, mm. best sounding. Written. I mean, in terms of like yeah. voice acting, the animation, even the the like the the sound effects, uh, especially when you saw how they made certain sound effects. Like there 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 are like tree noises, and there were basically just having some shrubs in the studio and just shaking them. Mm, and yeah. then when you hear it in the game, it's like, wow, they do. It's, it's the result of that, like mm. the, the footstep noise and stuff. And uh, of course the game is very well written. Like I, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, the right thing is what every really, character, really got to me. Every character mm. is, is a character is not just, just uh, an entity in the game. It's yeah. actual character. Each character yeah. isn't, isn't just a puzzle to be solved. They all have their own agendas and they feel yeah. uh, like... And, and, yeah. feel and right. animation. Like this... I... I, I uh, fortunately, uh, since the game is pretty much released, so the people working on it have, like, I don't know, a free hour 
courtesy of the game week release. Uh, I started like basically congratulating everyone and especially the artists. I, I said, I told like uh, Lee Petty and uh, Nathan Stapley that this rivals Raymond games as far as I'm concerned in terms of visuals, like the yeah. look and the animation. Well, let's talk it's about amazing. Let's talk about that documentary and like how people who've seen episodes of it, how what the impression of Tim Schafer was that you took away from that, uh, and how it differed to what you had before. It, well, he's a very he's a very passionate person. Mm. Like always, he yeah. he wa- he really wants to do the best he can do. And but he and but he's also like he doesn't always know the best he can do like that's what I meant by, by him having the like people saying no to him and stuff like that. Yeah, that's important. That's an important part of the documentary, and it's what makes it so good. Is you see him realize, okay, yeah, we can't do this bit. Like when he first explains the idea of having two characters, like he talks about just having like like I, I had this little dream and it was like it was it was like a a boy in a spaceship and a and a girl next to a tree, and he was like sketch up the really crude image of like this this star opening start screen. Mm. I was like, yeah, and I, 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 this is all I have right now. Is I don't have anything else, but I, I, I want to do something with this. Like, do you guys have any ideas? Because I don't. And it's a, the, the, all that stuff is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I still haven't gotten used to calling the game Broken Age because, of course, to me, it was Reds. Reds, that was yeah. the project name. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, the my the T-shirt I got says Double Fine Adventures. So. Yeah, mm. that, that's that, that's a common name for it. People call it the Double Fine Adventure. That's yeah, what the documentary but, is called. Yeah, but I I think they even refer to it as Reds in the last episode. So yeah, yeah they they still use that name. But uh, yeah, I'm I love uh, he's responsible for a lot of my favorite games. Yeah, responsible or yeah. co-responsible. So obviously, uh, I sort of idolize him. Uh, Except for that one, I, and I'm, I'm not one of those people who say, "Oh, Tim Shaver, he's a Remy, he can do no wrong." <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Uh, there was that time when he uh, told Made. people that they're playing Brutal Legend wrong. Yeah, I love uh, the guy, but Brutal Legend kind of proves that he's not. Uh, he does not infallible. Yeah. Such. Yeah, and my favorite Double Fine game was Stacking. Uh, that he, I don't believe he had a part in. That, that was mostly Lee Bennett's, uh, project, which was like the only Double Fine game I had zero complaints about. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, just, it's, it's kind of like, uh, let me put it this way. Like, uh, when I started, uh, like reading the Stroctoid, uh, a lot of the the editors, like the the people that uh, I, the only information about them as people I could infer was by reading their stuff. And when I started to, to listening to some of the podcasts that they're doing, that some of them were doing, uh, I don't want to use the term I got to know them because. I mean, I'm not implying that it's sort of a both-way relationship, but you did learn uh, more about them. Yeah, yeah. You did. That made them more more of people and less of a wall of text. So this is what I got from this documentary. Like this, I had a certain idea of Tim Schafer as a character, and now it. I I got more of an idea of Tim Shaver as a person mm. and what he's going through as he is working on something. I mean, so yeah, I, when the documentary, oh, go ahead. 
Uh, for me, Tim Schafer, like, he came across... I, I didn't know much about him before. I, I came to Psychonauts late. Maybe after Double Fine Adventures, like, first was announced. Or maybe, no, uh, maybe a little bit before. Um, and... Uh, obviously, I'd heard incredible things about it, and 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 uh, a lot of other Dolphin games as well. But for me, like Tim Schafer in the documentary, Tim Tim Schafer came across as this like really uh, f- fallible, artistic, um, and friendly version of David Brent. Um, this kind of like okay, he's making bad <laughs> decisions sometimes, but he's he, his heart's totally in the right place. And like he's like a non-dickhead version of David Brent. Um, yeah, and who's you know creative and all all those good things. Um, like when I got to Psychonauts, the, th- the thing is about uh, a lot of Double Fire games is that they seem to have that kind of almost childlike. There's there's something about them, some that that just seems to bring back the feeling that I had when I was playing like early Rare games. Um, yes, this yes. kind of odd. Uh, the, this depth to the universe that isn't supposed to be this gritty epic depth, it's just this depth of ideas um, that, I don't know, seem, seem to be there. Plus, to be honest, Langfish, Langfish Hopolis is probably the best level in, in everything ever. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, one, I remember playing Psychonauts way back, I think it was like the first PS3 game I got because none of the PS3 launch games were good, and I had it on PS2 and it was when the PS3 was backwards compatible. So I went through Psychonauts, which I think was my first Tim Schafer game. Okay. And it's had such an influence on the way that I think of ideas and pretty much a good chunk of my art style, my writing style, the way I look at the projects I'm doing, a lot of them is, a lot of them calls back to, I think, Psychonauts. Mm-hmm. I was fantastically designed a game. I mean... yeah. I think it's almost can, as if it pre- like thematically predicts what you want to hear more about. I know it's weird, but like if it, it presents an idea, and you think, "Oh, what would be cool is if that idea was explained, uh, explored more." And then it goes, "Oh, by the way, we're going to explore this idea more." And we're like, "Yes, yeah. I got I, a whole uh, level about it." <laughs> I grew up uh, on on games by like Kim Schafer. Like uh, Monkey Island Two is my favorite point-and-click adventure game of all time. Uh, I, I've been playing those games since I was. Oh, basically, I've been playing those games since I had to have my dad next to me translate the stuff going on in the game so I could play them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in like in the last, like let's say the last, I don't know, six seven years, like the best the best moment I've had with a Pokemon game was playing uh, Telltale's uh, Tales of Monkey Island. I thought that was a really good game. Yeah. Also, there's Sam Max game, it was also really good, but it wasn't the same. I, it wasn't like a big no. wow, this is so great. Playing Broken Age. Halfway through playing that game, I, I I was reminded just why it was my favorite genre as a child. Mm-hmm. Like it just it just captures the exact feeling of a game like um, Monkey Island, Full Throttle, um, Daily yeah, Tentacles. It's, it's basically uh, the same quality that you would get from it is that studio. It, it's it's, it's, that the, it's the same design and line of thinking as well. Now, yeah, sure. The, the the inventory and the inter- interaction is simplified from those early nineties games. You don't have a bunch of keywords and you. And you basically just drag and drop onto things. Yeah, that and that's that's so, actually. Uh, yeah. I haven't played any recent point-and-click adventure, even though I have all three Deponia games and probably like half of Wizard Eyes uh, library on on my GOG account. I think the last point-and-click adventure game I played was like the season one of Salmon Max. Uh, have you, you haven't played Tales from Monkey Island? No. 
Um, you really should. You know how yeah, uh, yeah. He, you know how Tim Schafer recommends uh, Machinarium a few times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. I did. Fucking that. Yeah. I did, I yeah. Sorry. So that was. Yeah. I mean. So that's a new. I, but, I love. But basically. I like the, 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 the improvements they made on the UI, and I can already see that uh, this will work pretty well on, on tablets. Uh, oh, yeah. So I am, yeah. I am super excited for like the iOS version of it. I mean, I love Telltale games in general. I mean, one of my missions at the moment is to get all of them like I did before when I bought the complete Telltale pack. Mm-hmm. But just before I started university and just go through those mm-hmm. and I loved watching them evolve and but there was I agree there was something about Broken Age that just felt so special and I mean I was happy with when Sam and Max was in season 3 when it decided to do its own thing and not try to be Sam and Max as the road. from Save the World no not Save the World Hit the Road Hit the Road that's the one um, but yeah. yeah, when Sam and Max season one and two were trying to be sort of like a bigger, more epic version of Hit the Road, it didn't feel quite the same. But you can kind of see where the connecting points were. Yeah. While it uh, doesn't feel like Broken Age is trying as hard because well, it doesn't really need to. Mm-hmm. And um, I, to get back to what we touched upon slightly about the writing, I mean, it's so incredibly imaginative. I mean, yeah. just just when you think about all the all the locations and the characters and the situations that they've come up just for this game, it's yeah, and it's not, incredible. Not only that, but like the puzzle design, it has the same mentality of a Ninus Point Adventure game. Even so, I, I played through the entire game with no with no help and no strategy guide or anything. Well, there weren't any out yet, but you know, <laughs> I, 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 I I I cleared up every puzzle by myself. I figured out everything. Never at one point when I figured something out or I did something right, I felt, how was I supposed to figure that out? Come on. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. It was like, um, well, I, I, I finished and I, I'm like, wow. Can I okay, just, yeah, cool. Can I just name a puzzle that uh, I thought was a bit weird? Uh, has everyone here gotten past it? Yeah. That's yeah, a I big have. question. Yeah. Which character is that? What? Which character are you going to name? Uh, the, the girl. I haven't memorized the names yet. Uh, one of the first ones when you get the knife. You oh, yeah, get, that was true. Give, oh, yeah. You have to give Grandpa the, the cupcake. And you have to tell him to split it. Well, well, I spent... I talked to him a lot. And he was like... Um, I spent... I think at some point he said, I would like a cupcake. Yeah. And he's yeah. cupcakes in the corner. Yeah. And you sort of know he has the knife, but he's not budging yeah, on it. Yeah, because so he like, says it when you leave the conversation. Because he, he says, you will never find the knife I had. Oh wait, no, nothing. It, yeah. The first yeah, time you, know you he's the first the time you uh, go and click on the cupcakes, the, you get this this dialogue of "No, you can't do that." You yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah, um, you're told that you think, can't have the cupcake. Which really? No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. the first thing I did in that room was to grab the. Yeah. The first thing you do in the room, you grab the towel. You grab the towel. Yeah. I and then, that, and then I you get. grab the cupcake, and then you say, don't grab the red ones, those are for me only. I've had sex, no, says you, Rocky, and you, you get a white one. You remember Harag. No, I've, re- I've, I've speedrun the game, okay? Yes, yes, yes. But look, My favorite part you, of the game was... The first thing you do is, gra- is you, you grab the towel, and then when you try to grab the cupcakes, she says, don't eat anything. We have to find that first. Nope, you're wrong. Okay, then. Yeah, you are but, so wrong. 
Okay, I'm wrong. I spent five minutes in the game telling that bird, you want this towel right now. Yeah. You want this towel. <laughs> yeah. You are having this towel if it kills me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, to be honest, mog, the mock chop is here, so that's a, that's on, that's on the maybe list. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I was just getting really annoyed whenever they, whenever they call mock chop from mog, because I keep thinking of our fantasy and it confuses me. Because <laughs> it's short and kiss mog sometimes. I, can, can I talk about the bit, the, the the bit where you first see the mock chopper, I thought that was actually kind of scary. The fucking especially what? the mock chopper, the big the monster, monster that the main game. character is being. Sacrificed. Are you spoiling something for me, Mister? No, that's like no, the first right thing. Me. The first thing you do as the girl. Okay, I heard, I heard but, the bits that you get. But, you eat a mock chopper. That's what no, I that's heard. That's not what you said. You meet. meat. Okay. So you I cut off there for a minute. Sorry. Another C8, guys. Yeah. Come on. I'd meet... All well, you wacky The Mog Chopper appears for the first time, and he starts picking off each of the sacrifices. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of scary. As in, I I didn't feel... At first, I was like, oh, this is a fun adventure game. I'm really liking it so far. And then the atmosphere sort of changed for me when you see one of the sacrifices for the first time being really scared. And you see her shaking, and she's struggling to talk, and then she gets picked off. Yeah, there, there, well, I mean, there was peril. The, the entire, the entire uh, part of the game starts by... Oh, by the way, you're getting eaten later. Yeah. Right? So yeah, the game is... I was kind of expecting bad things to happen at that point. And, and that's part of, like, the 90s chunk. Like, that's yeah. like, Point of the Avenger games were like that. They were stupidly cute, but at the same time really, really dark with stuff. And that's yeah, the, I mean, the one thing... That's the one thing I liked about the cave last year. I did not like the cave, but... I, I love the whole the way the writing was like really dark and really humorous at the same time. Yeah. Mm. I still need to play the cave, but no, you don't. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I really because I love how they present the Mog Chaffer as this. I had the idea that these towns, they of all the things that these women are supposed to dream of, instead of being dreaming of being a pop star or being. Um, whatever Barbie is. But instead of like playing with Barbie dolls and watching Twilight films, they are dreaming, fantasizing about the day when they are sacrificed. And that's how they are raised. And that was, yeah. that was when really I was looking at this game. Dark. It was. And that was the point where I was looking at the gamers. Bravo. That's I, I will not mention what it is because I know some, some of you haven't finished the game yet. Mm-hmm. I won't. Um, but there was, a, there was one point when I replayed the game. And I was just talking to people for fun. And I started noticing things, like, in the dialogue, hints and towards, like, little stuff in the game, that, I, that you just can't pick up on the first time. That's when I really just how incredibly well-written this game is. Like, it's it's amazing how well-written the, the game has been. If event. anything about the writing bothers me, and this is a bit of a minor complaint, but uh, when, you know, when you get on the spaceship and you do all the missions... It's as if he's never done the missions before. Yeah. And when you and when you and when you get and when you're just about to get sacrificed to Machjathra, it's as if she's never known about the Machjathra before now. Mm. Like like us. But but it's yeah. But like uh, when she talks to her grandma about you know what is the Machjathra like? You you've been 
You, you, this is all you've been hearing about. You are one of the chosen ones, and this is a big thing that happens every 14 years. How the fuck are you? I think it's, How, a necessi- it's necessary no. for the story to I know be it's necessary, explained. but it should have been explained be like, like, it yeah, maybe, a bit better. maybe it was like, a, maybe if it was like a teacher explaining it to the class when she was way younger or something. Well, well you know, like, he, she's got a, she's got a little, she's got a little sister, right? So, Lucky, yeah. Could, Lucky, yeah, the best she, character in the game. Yeah. She could have easily been, been yeah, like, yeah. I haven't done that class yet. Uh, uh-huh. Tell me yeah, about like it. If, yeah, I mean, if the, the player characters thing. in the game talk and the player characters are meant to have knowledge, the player characters could tell another character who doesn't know rather than mm. people yeah. telling the player characters. Hmm. Exactly. That's, that's that's the only thing that bothered me about. And also, I think you need to exposition. make sure that yeah. the exposition definitely gets to people because yeah. um, you ha- there are bits where you fit. As a player, I felt like I had to talk to the woman organizing the sacrifices, and yeah. that the sister, although she was there, I didn't feel like I needed to talk to her as much. And I think if they were to make it more clear that if they were to like have the daughter saying I can't wait until it's my turn and or something along those lines that would have been cool mm. as in that would have been a helpful thing also with the starship thing um, I see what you mean where it seems as if he's never done them before yeah I mean but he's and been in there since a baby and since he was a baby and you know it looks <laughs> like this is the first time he was expecting something from the missions and then was disappointed I think it, what happened um what they should have done, because um, I, I understand why he acts like that, because the player is seeing these missions for the first time, mm-hmm. and the whole point of them, that there was a sort of fake-out, you think these are going to be proper missions, but mm-hmm. they're, they're, not, they're really not. And that was effective, like, that was that was effective yeah. on me, like, as a player. Oh, yes. Dude, um, it was, like, I would just want to say how effective it was with this analogy I thought of. It's the first game that's made me want to kill myself in the game. Yeah, yeah. Like, I literally just wanted to kill myself. Like, if this is the eternal torture that I've been put in, I don't want to go... I'd rather die, yeah. Yeah. Let let me jump into space and float freely. (laughs) One way they could have solved that was having, like, the mother ship say, um, you're starting a new... You are starting a new set of missions this week because you're at a certain age. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's one way doing it. If if they... yeah. Welcome there to Potseed, where we tell Tim Schafer how to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <you laughs> these, are minor, these are minor gripes. They? They're not, they aren't, like, big, like, crushing things. The fact that we are all, like, so very positive on this game, and then these little tiny things that just make us go, oh, well, that yeah. Was, yeah. By the way, Tim Schafer, can you, can you give me a, a, a high-res texture pack for the backgrounds? So when the oh, camera yes. zooms in, they don't look pixelated and ruin <laughs> the feel of the gorgeous game? Hey, Tim Schafer, can you give me uh, 35 pounds? I did sort of... I think there's only little tiny bits where you can see, like, behind the curtains. I mean, as I was saying before about voice actors, the only time when that sort of happened was Pendleton Ward, because he he first says something, and I think, oh, that's Lumpy Space Princess. Pendleton, that, Pendleton Ward, is it this? Yeah. Yep. <gasps> hey, that's good. You will hear Lumpy Space Princess. Let's, 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 let's play the game of I wonder. I wonder if it knows this character. This actor is broken. Well, to be I honest, I didn't. I didn't recognize uh, who the who was portraying the the lumberjack at first. Oh, because great because I I don't I don't I am not very familiar with. Uh, There's a lumberjack in this voice. game. Whoa. Oh, yeah. 
Well, the point is, I think when it comes to someone like Jack Black, he has such a distinctive voice. Okay, well, sure, yeah, but I was so still... Big film. Even then, I was still going, is that Jack Black for a, at least a few seconds? I was, I was kind of like, w- asking him things in-game that I didn't need to know. Well, if you... He was like... I got, I got that out. If you've seen the documentary, then you knew he was... Yeah, I, well, I yeah. Jack Black is Simon Pegg in it. Jack Black in a pet in a double fine game. What? That's, That's never happened before. He does a lot better. He does a lot better. He does. A, he's a lot less like Jack Black in this game than he than he was in uh, Brutal Legend. Yeah, and Brutal Legend was basically just him playing himself. So exactly. Yeah. In this, in 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 um, well, him in Broken Age, he does a lot better job of being an actor. Yeah, Brutal Brutal Legend sort of came at a time when Jack Black was everywhere in Hollywood. His star was in the ascendant. Yeah. It, there was a there was the um Jack Black saga of Hollywood that sort of started with School of Rock and ended with Tenacious D Pick of Destiny which cause I, love the I think story. when everyone realized that the joke is sort of over and Tenacious D Pick of Destiny is shit <laughs> oh it was <laughs> it uh, was Adam go back in your uh, oh, wasn't it, go it was go back to your GameCube layer and sleep it wasn't yeah. a good film. It wasn't. It, it was not a good film. I enjoyed it. Why have I laughed both now times now. I've seen it? I've like, seen I... Like, seriously, I'm, like, Pick of Destiny, I can get as much out of Pick of Destiny as I can in that two-and-a-half-minute tribute video. Seriously, yeah. like, it's the yeah. same thing. It, it and felt like a tenacious do a better in tribute. Okay, have you seen the HBO specials that they did before even they released their first uh, album? No. no. Uh, look it up. It's actually... Okay, I, I will admit that this is better than the Pick of Destiny. I will, and you will see the origins of some of these songs. And Have it's you like, seen Bio It's like, it's like six... Six... Uh, Thirty minutes. The TV series? Yeah, the TV series is good. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, I Ten minutes. It's almost a Biodrome. No. Biodome. Yeah, Biodome. They are uh, tenacious deep in like. Biodome for about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, like, well, yeah anyway, so, so are we? But yeah, the point is that um, Jack Black was. Yeah, I really liked him in this. Yeah. I liked all of them. I'd like to conclude my thought by saying that I threw 100 bones in their direction, and I am not regretting it a single bit. 100? As I said to me, this was the the antithesis. The anticipation, the documentary, and watching this thing uh, go go over, and now playing it, I am very satisfied because nothing, no, no other game gave me uh, this. What I, what I personally went through, I mean, just the, as I said, the anticipation, the. Uh, the excitement, the sometimes worrying, that's, I haven't experienced that with any other game. And so to me, this is not just what I have on Steam, but also, uh, some other stuff. Uh, and yeah, 100 bucks, no problem. I mean, I've paid, I've paid, and I'm not forcing myself to like it because I paid 100 bucks because I also Keep paid 100. yourself that. Because I also paid 100 bucks for The Last of Us, and yeah. Oh my. Yeah, Not because only that's... do you get a game, you get the experience of being an investor and watching yeah. your company well, struggle through budgets and things. It's like, a, it's like two games in one. 
ignoring the fact that it's a game in two parts. And ten so yeah, very, <laughs> yeah, very well pleased. It's one that. game in one. I'm also happy that I donated. I donated because, well, I loved Psychonauts and I also loved discovering the Monkey Island series and several Double Fine. Was this? Yeah, this was before. This because I played Costume Quest and like that. But I so adored that style of game. It was such. I am. I felt so much fun and just the, being able to, in any sort of way, seem to do a modern version of that sort of thing. I I was really really excited. So I said, you know, what, fine. I am going to donate to a Kickstarter thing, and then. Yeah, I am very happy. I didn't go on, I didn't I go on a journey. I just, I, I just thought, oh, Kickstarter. So that, that's a good idea. Uh, you, prob- you probably went on the same journey as me, except I can describe things way too much. <laughs> I, I, I just kind of went, that sounds like a good idea. I'll do it. And then I did it. And then I did a, a couple of other ones as well. And I, yeah. I haven't regretted a single one apart from that clang. I don't even know why I backed that. Uh, I backed it because everyone else was backing it, and I thought, if if this goes horribly wrong, I can at least be angry with everyone else on the internet. Oh, Except, good idea. Yeah, you know, you just oh, I, I just did it so I can belong. Wait, what? What did you back? I, I clang. It was like a, a motion controlled uh, sword fighting simulator. Um, oh, oh, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, they ran uh-huh. out of money and probably aren't going to make a game or anything. Oh sure, that's. They're not even going to give out the prototype. No. The reason I um. That's fucking awful. That, that's yeah. That is pretty bad. The reason I backed the game uh, was actually partially, mostly because. So which game is this? For, oh, okay, Broken Age. Broken Age. Tim Schafer and uh, Ron Gilbert was going to work together. So at first I was a bit disappointed when we found out, oh, Ron Gilbert's really only an advisor in the creative process before they start working on the game. <laughs> yeah. Then again. Damn. Then Ron Gilbert made his own game, and... Well... Yeah. yeah. You don't talk about um, that. Uh, I would like which, to... Which game did he make? I don't know fucking anything. This is my he industry. made The Cave. It came out oh. around the same time as this came out last year. Um, I, I've got The Cave off I, Oh, I, I was will... so fucking excited, because it was Ron Gilbert. The, yeah, yeah no. but oh. he also I made it. Play, See, uh, whenever you say Ron Gilbert, I hear Rod Gilbert. Yeah. I'm <laughs> thinking about Battenbergs. <laughs> But uh, unfortunately, Double Fine for me came at a like a really stupid time when the Kickstarter came because I had no money, so I, I just donated enough to get the game. I really wanted to donate a hundred as well to get all the cool stuff. Like like Tommy's in the fucking credits, and I'm not. But I'm, I'm angry about that. <laughs> but I, I never I never donate more than like I think the 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 biggest donation I gave to a Kickstarter has been fifty pounds to um, Sunless Sea, which is the fallen London. Uh, on uh, roguelike uh, ship oh, yeah. simulator What's going on about uh, that uh, which I do I, I, I'm really excited about it um, because oh didn't I writers. show you that vid what no I know what that is I signed um, up and uh, I donated £50 for that because I to be honest I just, <laughs> I just wanted them to make it um, no no other reason no like special rewards that I wanted I just wanted them to make it um, I might donate more than the than what I need for um um, unsung, unsung saga, unsung heroes. I know it was the new game by um, new game by um, Masuno, the creator of Final Fantasy XII and Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm. Mm. 
Has anyone, speaking of Ron Gilbert, has anyone played Scurvy Scallywags? No. 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 That was... Is uh, Kirby Scallywags? That's, um, it's sort of like a... It's good if you like um, the Monkey Island sense of humour. It's a pirate sort of puzzle, bejeweled style game. I never would have guessed. <laughs> the pirate part, anyway. Oddly enough, I guess both parts, and I don't know how, because I've never heard of the game. Uh, well, Scurvy uh, Scallywags doesn't lend itself well to most genres, it? Yeah, it sounds like, okay, that's going to be some some, some mobile puzzle game. Sounds like <laughs> hardcore pornography to me. Scurvy Scallywags sounds like a children's play area. It's pretty much Puzzle Quest, but with Bejeweled. So it's match free. And a, there was yeah. um, Death Spank that had a lot of uh, that kind of humor in it. Yeah. If anyone remember that, that game. I remember that. And the sequel coming out three months later. I no, two cannot, months later. I cannot like get that, into yeah. Death Spank. There's something about Death Spank that... I liked the first one, then it got <sighs> old. I've never played it, but I, I saw it existed. I remember them talking about it on, on, on Retropoles Go, I think. No, but I just, that just, I think I played like an hour of it and I said to myself, I'm not having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say it in that really dejected, I just wasted £20 on this kind of way? Well, I didn't waste £20, I think it was on a, it was, it was pretty recent, it was on a humble bundle or something. Yeah, they were were humbled. But, yeah, I think my bro came in and said, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm not having fun. Ah. <laughs> oh, oh, no, I can't even, like, that's the saddest thing in the world. Like, I can imagine, it's, like, his GameCube, like, the cable Pride. was broken or something, like, the power lead snapped. That happened recently, my... And, my, the, and it's, just, it, it's just you cradling this slightly broken or at least unusable GameCube in your arms. <laughs> Someone comes in, what are you doing? I'm not having fun. <laughs> that's, ha- that's been happening recently. My, the GameCube I bought on the day it came out, that, that conked out recently. It's not working anymore. And then the, then my Wii stopped working. Oh, no! And now I can't play Xenoblade and Smash Brothers. You have a PC. You could emulate it. Yeah, but I got the disc and I was like really You could emulate happy. it from the disc. Don't try to, don't try to emulate uh, Wind Waker. Um, it's got a horrendous slowdown on al- almost every system I played it on. It seemed to work. Mm, I've only got. Me, I, but I only tried I've the only, opening scene. Okay, yeah. I, basically, there was, point where, there was a point where a friend of mine just sort of gave me his GameCube because he was all like, "I'm not fucking using it. You have it." So, and I was like, "Yay!" I was oh. running. I was running Wind Waker on a on a laptop, uh, my laptop. I'm currently recording on actually, um, and um, for me. When I played it, uh, you know the you know outside island. Uh, it's yeah. lovely jovial driving rhythms of the of the um, outside island theme. Um, very very nice. Um, they kind of slowed down to a crawl every time you faced most of the island. If you were facing off the island, then it was fast, and then when you were facing towards the island, it was slow. And then. Um, when 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 my friend played it on his massive gaming rig, it wasn't doing that on Outside Island, but it was doing that anywhere, anytime he got in the boat and started moving faster than a, than a slow crawl. You know, when he put his sail up. Um, you know what? Yeah. Well, um, I do still have so... my GameCube version of the game, along with the Master Quest discs that 
because I pre-ordered that game just so I can get the Master Quest. Oh yeah, so did I, but I, I don't know where mine are. I think I, I let my GameCube out a while back. I noticed there's a real lag issue, like, I know this is, like, getting off topic again, but I've, I tried to play Spyro 3 on the PS3, because I, I tend to play it on the Vita, but I thought, you know what, I'm playing on the big screen, whatever. Um, the PS1 emulator in the PS3 is really bad. I never noticed really? before, but yeah. Really? Like, Spyro 3 gets really bad slowdown, and it's not enough to be unplayable. The game is perfectly playable, but the music, whenever you're looking at anything anywhere near complicated or just any kind of geometry, the music is about, sorry, 5 BPM off. So it's yeah, I remember seeing off enough to not be right. But were, I remember reading impressions. Of the, doing it in all three of them? Or just yes, the it was. So, like, especially the first level uh, of Spyro Sorry, not 3. Patrick Stewart. Patrick is a composer. No, it's Stuart Copeland. But, yeah, I remember reading yeah. impressions of the PlayStation 1 emulation on both PS3 and PSP for when it started. So it was Crash Bandicoot they were playing. Yeah. And I remember the end result being, don't bother with the PS3 version, but the PSP emulation yeah, the PS- works. PSP's perfect. It works like a dream. And um, yeah, it does. I, I do enjoy being able to play Grandia whenever I go. Yeah, I just never noticed that because I mean, I, it tended to work for Oddworld and stuff, so I never really noticed. But then I tried to play fucking um, Spyro, and it, it, it like rather than going like the standard constant, like especially that ep- the opening level of Spyro Three, it's got a very constant rhythm to it, and hmm. it's just completely off. Like it's the music is like bum bum bum. But up, but it's just the music. Okay, yeah, but basically the yeah, I don't, that's fucking awful. I don't understand why it's so. Adam Owen, Adam Owen, Adam Owen, Adam Owen. I want to make love to you very, very violently. If you're talking for so long, all the all the love. Is overflowing and it's I, I haven't talked for so long that I just want to. Uh, I want to do. I want to well, put Matt, Lego Maddie, up his ass. Maddie, 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 Maddie. Tell me uh, about the GoDaddy. Ah, uh, the GoDaddy. They will help you. Um, they will, you know, they will host host your website, yo. And you, you domain names and email. And domain. And oh, they, they, they also they. design websites, kind of sort. And your I'm website. pretty sure they got service support. That's what they call it. Customers they do have a support team. And yes. we all, they, they do stuff with websites. If you need a website, go to yep. GoDaddy. They'll, they'll get you a website for your, your, your sports team, your club, your guild, or even your ring. And we all know what that means. But don't <laughs> try and host <laughs> the wrong things with them. Um, yeah. yeah. So if you're planning on hosting a porn site, you might have to ask them first because they're talking <laughs> about porn. Um... Uh, especially if it's the sort of thing you're going to want to put up, May, so, you know. <laughs> She's not even dead. She just looks <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I do think, though, that incapacitated female porn is is something that you're going to have to run by the management first. Because it is being run on their, their, their servers, you know, and it's only fair that you check that they're I mean, okay with it's, people it's being... It's not in, I- illegal in Yugoslavia. It's totally not. Because it's not. Yeah. Go because Daddy. it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, precisely. GoDaddy.pumpteed.com Yes. Or you could and, go and to... And if you would like to read Matty's erotic fanfiction, 
Um, then oh, I love that. Or, or not read. Uh, listen to it because Hear it's it. probably an audiobook. Now. I swear to goodness, I will audiobook that if you give it me. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do oh, it. Oh, do you I know what do I do discovered? Uh, the other day, I discovered that my friend's little sister genuinely writes erotic fan fiction about. Oh God! How, about oh, what? About how, how little is uh, she? Right, it's it's apparently stuff. one of them is about all of One Direction gang fucking one girl. Uh, and then fucking her in the ear Good so God. she gets brain damage. That's oh, terrifying. Wow. It gets brain friend. damage enough so that she can't walk anymore. She just becomes disabled. That's terrifying. Oh, yes, oh. I know. This stuff is... <laughs> I'll need to find it. Um, but Have off topic, that is the sort of content you can't find on Audible. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully Jesus not. You might be able to find an audiobook of Lolita or something, but that'd be about it. Uh, um... <coughs> yeah. That's uh, audible.podteed.com. That's com. And actually do sign up, because I know we've got at least 50 fucking listeners, and the number of people who signed up for the people on the like show. I said last if week, go do it. We will come to your house, and we Yeah, like, it. sign up. It is literally free. Sign up, get your free audiobook, cancel the subscription. Get the fucking Stephen Fry Chronicles. It's got Stephen Fry in it. There you go. I mean, Hitchhiker's Guide has Stephen Fry in it. There you go. We get that kickback. You'd be helping us out if you just got that free thing and then cancelled. No matter whether it's a good service or not, which it is, it really is. The Audible service is a really, really good service. Even if you don't do that, we still get that kickback. So if you want to help us out, all you have to do is go to that address that I previously mentioned and... Yeah, and just go, like, go sort us out, because it really will help. It'll help, I mean, no matter how shit, the thing is, the quality of a show does not correspond to how much it costs to make, really. I mean, no matter how shit this show is, it still costs quite a lot of stuff, uh, quite a lot of money to run. So, it would be good if you could give us that kickback and help us out. We love money. But for now, we're going to take our hard-earned break and go and get a cup of tea. So, um, you can see the hot tea. We'll be back in just a moment. (laughs) Welcome back to Podteed. Guys. Woo! Hooray! What do you get to talk about now? You know what? You know what? I I uh, guys I I I have to share something. Go ahead. Um there's something you may know. Uh I know we've talked to Vid about this uh, before at least. Uh I have gained a new very powerful spiritual belief that you know I've really taken in at the core of my very being. Mm. Oh really? And and I I would you know seriously yes. And I would like to share a small snippet of it. You, you know just now with you. Is it, I, is it? There's never. There's no such thing as too much ice cream. I was going to say to my closest friends, but I'm going to say to my closest friends and Tommy because of that. <laughs> <laughs> because well you know it's, it happens. Damn you, Tommy. Because, you know, I, I feel you, you need to become aw- uh, aware of the inherent sin of certain behavior so common in these modern times. I feel so old. No. Um, so, bear, bear with me here. <coughs> oh, I'm a, I'm a poor pu- public speaker. Not good. We, we keep, go uninterrupted at any time. Just talk. Go on. 
Ja, ja. God, keep us free of disease, uh, free from disease of the mind and the body this year. Keep thoughts of sin out of our hearts and replace it with love. And Lord, free us of our weakness, jealousy, hate, fear, homosexuality, bigotry, and any personal failing. No, no, it's more. No matter how juicy and enticing the sin is, please, Lord, I beg you, give give us all, me especially, especially the the mortal uh, fortitude not to go into that airport bathroom and not to go into that bathhouse and not uh, specifically not to not choose I'm butchering this and to choose to not to be gay Amen Hallelujah Hallelujah I think that's something we can all get behind Uh, I know know my boyfriend certainly can (laughs) (laughs) You can still be saved I can save him Uh, Tell him to meet me at the bathhouse I can get behind my um, oh, can you? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Bathhouse, so he can wank the gear away. <laughs> yeah, wank the gear. You know, uh, that's where it's got to eject from. I mean, it's got to come out somewhere. And uh, you know what? I am, I am a willing receptacle to your, all of your sins. Let me just, <laughs> you know. Oh no! I'm just imagining like a, a gay porn version of Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would oh. be so many liquids. This is the worst. He's Why so did you put this in my head? head. He's so, so many Romans just standing around me in a ring going, oh, guys, oh. guys, like tied and one of them's whipping him. I yeah. just yeah. Like, oh, this really hurts, guys. Oh. <laughs> I, just, I just received an email um, that is essentially anti-communist propaganda in the form of trying to trying to sell me cheap things uh, in my local area. <laughs> okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes. So this is from the manager of Chester Savers Club. Um, he's called Nigel. Uh, Nigel at ChesterSavers.co.uk. You send so him. You... For, for the case of this, it'll be Nigel Savers. Yeah, Nigel Savers. So <laughs> this year we're we're about to see a huge push on our campaign. Campaign. It's time to buy local again. Space exclamation mark. What is this all about? Space question mark. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, this is a good question. What is this all about? China, India, and Brazil are some of the fastest-growing nations in the world. Why is that, I wonder? Could it be that we've been sending them all our money for the past decade? Three exclamation marks there. Um, Now we're making Bentleys, Jags, Land Rovers, Rolls Royces to send to the Chinese, and we don't even own any of these companies anymore. There you go. That's because we... In ten years' time, China will be the most will be the more powerful that the the USA. So they already are. So it's okay. true. A communist country, the most powerful in the world. They yes. are communists. Dude, I live in a socialist country. What's what's up? <laughs> Come <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> now. Whilst we are hearing lots of good news about economic growth for change, which is welcomed, I r- remember that the government cutbacks are, do- are doing are reducing the amount we will borrow this year. So he talks for like three paragraphs about government and, in- and debt, right? Which is, a, is not sure why I want to know this. This is a guy who's supposed to, I signed up to this email thing to try and get like decent deals on like food when I buy in bulk. It's like Groupon, um, but for local areas. And, and it's like, very anti-communist. So I anyway, think, I remember Groupon was down. A couple, a couple of, uh, a couple of paragraphs later, 
what is my point? Point is that our own spending habits are having a very real negative impact on our local economy in West Cheshire. Okay, thank you. Specifically in West Cheshire. <laughs> West Cheshire is the only place affected by the Chinese gaining more power. You should have read it in like. Don't the, you know, the, right? The in Chinese the depression era forties voice. The I mean, Chinese East Cheshire absolutely are... fucking hate West Cheshire, specifically the <laughs> west of Cheshire. <laughs> I mean, the east of Cheshire isn't, it's not going to be a picnic for them, but there's something really, about West no, Cheshire. Come on, we all, we all know China hates the West. Well, here's, here's my favourite, <laughs> here's my closing, here's my favourite closing line. You can't do much about China. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck is this email being sent? You can't do much about so China. It's, a, it's an can't... entire article talking about how we are all doomed. You can't be... solve the national debt crisis, but you can make a huge do- difference to your local economy. It's time to buy local again. And you use it instead of two, it's, it's the, the number two. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. Can we Shouldn't burn you... him alive? <laughs> Shouldn't you say it's... Yes, with Chinese national <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So there you go. That's that's an email I received from a guy. I mean, I mean, I, I guess what he's trying to say, and uh, he has a very clear and good message. Now his writing skills weren't really, weren't really top notch. I would probably have outsourced the writing to uh, I don't know China, <laughs> somewhere somewhere where we don't pay people very much. It does sound like because China funny. China writes better English. Yeah. <laughs> or India. Much I don't know. Have you seen uh, Ashton's YouTube channel? Yes, and that's exactly what I'm that's exactly what I was referring yes. to. That's oh, wow. better English. Hey, uh, is this guy's name Peter Popoff in real life? Do you think? Is he going to start asking oh, his yeah. money to? I don't know. Good old. Is he going to start? I, I, is he going to shout out loud? Support your local UKIP party. I, am, I, I, you know, I have a feeling he might have. I, I know the area is is heavily BMP and UKIP uh, friendly, so got to imagine so. Got to imagine so. For Christmas, so, I got a popcorn maker. Don't ask. And um, cool. the manual has a line where it says that the uh, the popping effect may was it may dazzle children and some adults. <laughs> dazzle children. Yes. I like what, like stoners. Or? I like the fact that it says some adults. Some, some adults are going to be like members oh my of UKIP. <laughs> oh, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this. You got you got, you got a guy who's like, but this can't be popcorn. These are just sort of like nutty things. <laughs> oh my god, it's Ooh, popping. Oh. Then he has a heart attack there and there. (laughs) Yeah, he just fucking drops dead. Before he dies, he writes, Whoa, dude, in his own blood. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he bleeding? He cut himself because he was to contain the excitement. Yeah, he cut himself on the paper carton that contains the popcorn. Speaking of people typing things in their own uh, blood. Oh, wow. Um. That's why the fuck? Segue. Why the fuck are like whenever you see like in in movies, games, or stories or anything, why do people dying? Why do they write out help? <laughs> What's um, useful, that be? If you're I mean, using your your own blood, it's safe to say that help isn't going to come soon enough. I might actually try that if I ever get if if I ever get murdered. If Matty finally comes over here and yeah. has his way with me, Finally's- I will try to you know write. Do a little bit of prose on the floor. Well, some like people that. like to write Racha. Uh, do you know what? I tried to reference that. God damn it. Well, so it should be the, a, a small haiku saying it was me. <laughs> <laughs> there once was a murderer named Matty. 
<laughs> who wanted who to was kill a fatty. But a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> he came with a knife. <laughs> he strangled his wife. Oh, yeah. Sure. You, I guess you can say he was batty. <laughs> and then you got a gumshoe. Then you got a detective. He's like, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it all mean? There has to be a pattern. This drug just like concentrating on the splash up at the back of the leg and all that. Doesn't notice the fact that the name of the guy is on the wall. That exact address. Yeah. Is the person dying so stupid that they expect that they need to to actually type out help? Look, you're gonna. Lying in a pool of blood? <laughs> you might. Well, I can you see might it as bleed a, out I in can, like three hours. But. I can see someone writing, "Oh no, a knife!" But <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would write, uh, uh, "LOL, YOLO." Like, <laughs> if you see a dead body bleeding out and, and it doesn't say help, you just assume the person doesn't need help then. What about what about the like the funeral proceedings? Maybe they don't have any relatives and they are just asking, "Hey, I'm dying, so help me out at least with the burial stuff." Tommy gets all my comic books. Yeah, that's oh. that's what I'm gonna write. Vin gets I, nothing. I, I have decided I'm probably gonna write. Oh, it's you. What are you doing? No, <laughs> no. What are you doing? <laughs> but, you know, hang on. If you if no, no, no. You that's that that's every audio log. Yes, that's every audio log. Where are you going to get your blood from if you're saying that previous to being stabbed? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write. I should never taking that job on Prometheus. You see, Adam. Adam is saying it while looking into the mirror, stabbing himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's just cut himself shaving and writes out in the mirror and then stabs himself. See, I, I, I would oh. go a little bit further and write the end of a YouTube URL. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, cheeky. And it's a rickroll. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> oh. No, I, and I then I get up and start dancing. Here lies <laughs> Sam Morris, horrible at jokes. No, no, I would find a, <laughs> a, a goat sea site and write that URL. Oh, yeah. Ow. Come on, actually, do you know how I first found out about Facebook? Hmm. When, uh, when I was like, uh, this must have been in like 2004, 5? It wasn't around in 04, so... Wasn't it? Okay, it. yeah. It was it like really early time. on, like, and I, I, I went on and then discounted it immediately, and I had no idea what it was, so I just left it. Um, I could have been an early adopter, but they, uh, um, it was scrawled into the side of a post in, on one of the tennis courts in my old school. Just what? Facebook.com? Yeah, like Facebook.com. No, no, nothing accompanying it. Nothing at all. No instructions. It's a cool new thing, Daniel. It's just like, in pencil, scrawled Normally into the side of his Normally that's where you post. find people trying to get random hookups, not... We, we should scroll our uh, new Facebook uh, uh, party group. URL on <laughs> yes. There. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, go and like the page if you're listening. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have, a, we have a Facebook page. Go, go like that. If you comment on it, I may write you a witty comeback. Do we? Might, might just... Say something bad about Depends it. Depends if he fucking remembers or not. Hey, you know what I did last night? What did you do last night? Drugs? What did you do? I spent all night uh, drinking beer and playing Nidhogg. Mm. How, how is Nidhogg? Uh, I've against seen person uh, or NPC? Uh, against the person, of course. It was oh. one of the most entertaining evenings of my life. It's so good. <laughs> like, when ah. you're just... It's like, it's like dive kick levels of entertaining. Um, you know when there's two of you playing local? Um, it really is kind of... 
just great fun to to just talk smack and and have a little duel and it's great really really works and it's fun trying to figure it figure it out whether you're whether you're new or not you know my friend had played it before i'd never played it before but by the end we were both kind of fairly equivalent in in skill and it was just a really really great time you should do it like uh he had a torrented version but i'm going to get a, a real version out of the out of the board it's currently on sale on the humble store uh, it's yeah, it's on maybe sale right now, like ten percent off or something. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think like that you get about four dollars off on the humble mm. store. So, yeah, having oh. a, having a just a, a multiplayer game that you can just spend all night doing is always great fun. I had that recently with Dive Kick, as you said. Yeah, but yeah. there was also this um, PlayStation Network game that me and my brother got particularly into called I can't remember its name. It's something like Supersonic Rocket Powered. Hydro cars, right? Something along those lines. The whole point is that it's a uh, you play as little buggies, but it's a game of football. Mm-hmm. So you're driving around one on one, trying to get a ball into a goal. And it, <laughs> for me and my brother, it's one of the most fun things ever. And he doesn't even like football games, but this is just. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I thought you said get you spent half an hour get, trying to get a ball into a girl. Yeah, that's uh, what I thought too. You do it wrong. You've actually done it right. You don't think you've got to put the balls in to make it work. <laughs> you, you know what? Oh, his, they, his, he has his, to because his, they won't feel anything otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> here's the game name: oh. Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. That's, that's a good name. name. That's a really. It's good a very name. good name. It's not that great as a single player thing because well. Mm. AI and all that, but yeah, I mean, Nidhogg is neither either, either, and neither is Dakik. And even though the Metacritic's sort of sitting around 67 on there, I, I absolutely adore that game. It's just so much fun to play with a friend. Well, I mean, this is the thing with Nidhogg. It's, it's basically, I should probably explain what it is. It's um, a dueling simulator, uh, a it's very, like, uh, very low-res uh, dueling simulator. And essentially, basically, uh, up and down changes the um, your stance and therefore the height or what you, the guard that you're using a sword. You both start off with the sword facing each other. And the aim of the game is to kill the person, kill the other person, and then run through to the next screen. Okay, so the screens might be long; they might like be a, a long track or a short track. But either way, you can't progress to the next track, um, or to, sorry, to the next screen. You can't run off the edge until you, your opponent is dead. And so, if you once your opponent's dead, you get the advantage. They will respawn in front of you if you don't t- seize on that advantage and move quickly. But um, you know, it, then if they kill you, they get the advantage and they they can run. So it's kind of like a tug of war duel, um, in which the person who doesn't have the advantage constantly constantly respawns ahead of you. Um, the game I'm going to say this sounds a bit like is going to sound terrible, but and I assure you, I know from your enthusiasm that it's not this, but it sounds like Urban Champion. Okay, I don't know yeah, what that is. It does sound like <laughs> Urban Champion. It is a side scrolling. Uh, Am I yeah. the only one who yeah. actually quite likes Urban Champion, by the way? Yes, no? I like yes. this as well. Okay. What? But I, I had it on a. Game I haven't Boy. played it uh, since like '93. So I, I had it on a Game Boy Advance 101 cart, and I like. I it. had it on a Famiclone oh. 168 and one cart. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Nidhogg, yeah. um you can. You, you, it's really cool because it's like there, there are two ways you can do it. You can do this kind of. There, there's this very kind of uh, mind, uh, kind of micro. 
uh, element where you're basically changing your guard constantly facing each other and trying to parry each other's attacks and that sort of thing. Or you can go full ninja where you're leaping around and that you can do dive kicks and, you know, roll underneath each other's guards and all that stuff. So it's a very, and you can throw your sword and, you know, if you throw your sword, you don't have your sword anymore. And so you can run faster, but you, you know, you don't have anything to defend from other people's uh, attacks. Uh, and someone might throw a sword at your back. Um, and, it's just really, really, like, there, there is that in- enormous meta a- agent to it. And then when you get to the last screen and you pass your enemy um, for that last time and you run onto the very, very final um, success screen, there's a giant crowd behind you. And they do the wave. They do, they, do, they do a little wave as they react to your presence. They do a uh, Mexican wave, as they call it. And, yeah, they do, they do here. Um, and uh, when you get to the end, you get to uh, a, a cliff... And you walk up to the cliff, and then a giant dragon eats your face. Uh, it just, like, completely takes you out, like a tr- <laughs> like, like you walk onto the subway world. rails. It just destroys you. It's fantastic. It's a really good experience. So, so not only have you then won, you're, you're, you're just like, fuck, and I'm dead. It's like it reminds a me of the ending of Peasant's Quest. Like... Yeah, you've gotten to Trogdor and you've stabbed him, but he's invincible and will just burn you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it basically is just that. And, you know, it's got a very similar, actually, graphical style to, to Peasant's yeah. Quest. Yeah. Um, you go check it out, guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's good fun. That's my review of Nidhogg. I already right, have it, good. but I haven't played it because Broken Age came out. So. Oh, of course. It's on my games list because, yet again, my friend Craig bought it, and so I have it <laughs> sharing. Nice. Um, uh, yeah. I was going to say something, but now you I probably think, were. You know what? You what tend to going, say things. You know what I was going to say. I look forward to that bannered saga game. It looks fun. I like turn-based. It's already out. Yeah, it's out, but I am cheap. I only buy when things are on sale. So you're making Jason Roar sad. You know what? If he's sad, I will come to him and give him a little kiss. <laughs> Yeah, he recently spoke to Eurogamer saying that you're basically uh, d- disrespecting your fans if you're doing sales. Something like that. Wait. Uh, no, 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 no. You're I don't dis- think he you're, understands what sales are. You are disrespecting your uh, fans if you you don't let your game depreciate in value or... If your game has been out for a long time, you let it go down in value, you put it on sale. In sort of related to that, um, there was something just this week about Nintendo, where on the UK store, I think Wonderful 101 was £9. Yes, it was. For all of five minutes. Yeah, it went away. Like In the middle of that five minutes, I said... At long last, I'm actually liking something that Nintendo's doing. It was a doing. bug, I think, wasn't it? They claimed it was as a glitch. In, as in, um, so they're learning from the market. They're learning that these sort of flash sales are really good for games that, well, they they haven't, Wonderful 101 hasn't been out long, but it's yeah, past its main shelf. It's, it's, it's not a t- key game at the moment. And it's a very good idea to raise interest in such legacy games by having these sort of flash sales. Yeah. I can... I'm really liking this. This could make me buy a Wii U if I know that Nintendo are going to do this. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. It was a mistake. It's like e- and even- now I'm pissed off with Nintendo because they haven't learnt a fucking thing. Even Square uh, Square, Square NX does it. They are... Uh, I mean, yeah. the West, Western part of it, at least. They are great with putting 
I mean, Just Cause have been on sale more than any other game on Steam, I think. Yeah, I mean, Square Enix make all of their uh, JRPGs on iPad and I, iPod. It's really expensive, touch. right? They're like, it's a, it's a cost around £11 to buy um, Final Fantasy IV or Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics. But during the Christmas period, when they were on sale for like 50% off each, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll buy the Final Fantasy games that I really liked on the iPad because, well, yeah, I like that price. Yeah. And that sort of thing is can be so beneficial to a company. You don't have to do the Steam method of having a game go from £7 to £1.74, although yeah. that I think that has helped immensely with something like Hotline Miami's Legacy. That's yeah, become yeah. a very well-known game, and I think some of it has to do with ha- how the entry level for that game is... Mm. so easy a lot of people can take a plunge and take yeah. a risk on a game that they would never normally buy like if it's uh, an, an untested a new IP a new franchise especially then mm. and it puts um, the the developers of the game in a very good position when they say we're making a sequel would you be interested or DLC. it's yeah. exactly oh, I mean, why Valve actually outright gave away Left 4 Dead 3 yeah yeah Left that's what I was going to say yeah. because Left 4 Dead 3 is coming so yeah. they want when they announce it, there'll be a lot of people aware of what Left 4 Dead is. No, not to mention, uh, Steam got, you know, millions of new... I mean, they must have got 100,000 users just because of yeah. giving away that um, game. Apparently, according to uh, the Steam dev days, they announced 75 million users. Yeah, u- unique users. That is crazy. That's obviously not including the ne- number of people like me who've got, like, four Steam accounts. But Yeah, or yeah. Uh, key trading people. There's... Well, there's, you know, there's a few million that go, goes away, but still, that's pretty. But big. still, there's a lot yeah, of people um, using Steam. A lot of people. Speaking of Steam, uh, do you guys want to know what what the final results of of all all my trading card sign was? Oh. Now, a week, uh, it's a week later. Oh, Three hundred and fifty yeah. million dollars a year. <laughs> Five. Pounds. No, uh, I actually have four four sixty nine euros now. Four point yeah. sixty nine. And that um, was for free. For yeah. free, bro. See, is it that? that I, here's I, the thing. I haven't bothered getting a single card since. Oh. Aww. Yeah, I sort of installed games to do it, and I was like, I don't feel like starting games. Why know. doesn't Broken I, Age give me a card? I, that, well, there, yeah. There's a go. Yeah. As soon as as soon as Broken Age gets cards, like that is when you sell because this is a game that not many people have because it's a Kickstarter yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. It'll get cards, I think, when it. When it those cards will be so it will expensive. Be... No, the thing uh, is, it'll get cards. Cards are quite expensive. I will, I will play through the, the um, game again when it's released so that I can get the cards and sell them and then I can be Mr. Popular, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, we haven't yeah, played through it again tonight because I, I just really like replaying through that game. It was a lot of fun. It, it is a good game to play again. Uh, I mean, I know I, obviously none of us are at the dev days, but apparently they've shown how much money they're trading through... Oh, apparently it's too much. (laughs) Apparently they are trading the GDP of a small country. (laughs) Horrendous. Like, seriously. Uh, I mean... Uh, So to what extent is it like what happened in Metalocalypse when they said that the band Death Clock are now the fourth largest economic powerhouse in the world? They have just surpassed Belgium. No, no, it's it's more like... um, how EVE Online has got their own currency that's a real currency, except that Steam has 75 million people behind it. Ooh. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, me alone, I have sold 446 items on the wow. 
on the marketplace. Oh yes, Avicii. When you put up more than, I think it's a hundred or two hundred, you have to su- sign a tax waiver to prove to, to say that you are not an American because they get taxed on it, I guess. Whoa. Okay, I, I I just started a game to get cards, by the way. Uh, you have to start playing Dota so you can get items to play uh, oh, or uh, or Counter Strike. Mm. No, but, yeah, actually, I should, I should play more Counter-Strike. I love that game. It's never I am playing it. I should I play more Counter-Strike. Play it with me and Little Sermon. But, I can't play more Counter-Strike right Cherry now. Cherry Tree I... High Comedy Club. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Half yeah. of the world laughs with you. It sure does. I, lo- I, lo- I love I love Cherry Tree High Comedy Club. It's such a fun little visual, like a little game. I love it. I don't yeah, even know what it is. I've never heard of it. It's, it's half a visual novel, half a point-to-click adventure game. It's oh, just... Nice. Pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but uh, if if we need questions later, we have many Papa Boris questions. Did we, did we actually put a, a post, a question post out for this thing? We did not. Oh. We could just I, do I, the I, Papa I Boris questions. Did. You know I what? We, do we don't care about you, scum listeners. I've, but I've played, I've played a few games that I haven't talked about. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will, so... Sorry, just a quick mention. I finished to the moon. Get it, play it. It's good. What? It's excellent. Doesn't have trading cards. I think uh, it does. No, not really. Oh, oh they, okay. they, they just discontinued the the 2013 summer badge. So I have worthless cards now. Uh, I can't make them into oh, the yeah. badge. No, I, sold, I sold those last minute. I did guys, absolutely guys, should nothing. All totally buy drunken robot pornography. You know what? Uh, I, I won't. No, do it. And I also recommend that you spend the extra tenner and get the supposed three pack because I'm it still actually comes for, with four copies. I I'm never still, pay I'm for pornography. For someone to lose their job <laughs> because because they get a tweet, a tweet sent out to rap to say they're playing drunken robot pornography. <laughs> That's going to happen sooner or later. Um, I will. I will never pay for pornography. Yeah, if you pay for the three pack, you get three to gift to people and an extra one for you. Well, give it to me then. I, I have this shit. I don't Can know you what give I'm it to do, me. I'm sell it to someone. Uh, give it to me. Have, have, have any of you guys played Cat Lateral Damage? No, I have I've seen oh, your playthrough. I was going to, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, oh. it's a first-person game where you're a cat and you can knock things down to the ground. Oh yeah. my god, that sounds so good. Yeah, you have a two-minute time limit, and you walk around the room, you just toss it to the ground. I played the downloadable version, it was fun. Then I found out, that, and I did a last bit, but then I found out there's a um, there's actually a uh, in-browser version that's more updated and has like way more stuff you can do. Oh, yeah? So now I feel really, really like, bummed out that I didn't play that version. Yeah, because the one I, I saw you play was... Um... Like I got the point, but it was it didn't look that fun. Oh, it's on yeah, the, the other, you know, I don't want to say similar it, yeah. similar games like uh, Visser Cleaner. You know, those games yeah. look good. So they the are a lot of fun as well. Yeah, I like Visser like, Cleaner. Yeah, you watch it, you watch it, and you get the point, but then you see that it's actually really good. The cat, the cat game, the it one, seems too basic. Yeah, yeah, uh, really basic. This looks like the perfect let's play game, to be honest. Then I played a game called Negikol, which was sent to me from Japan by a friend who was a comic cat. Was that the painful one? Yes. Yes, it was. Because, you see, in order to get the game running, um, you, you have to use a controller. And it's mm. meant, you, you're meant to use X input, but I 
couldn't get that working properly, but I ended up noticing that, oh, every time I input a, a button uh, on the, like, oh, hey, press press the A button, and I press the button, it's going to be the A button, I have to exit out of the window, go back into the window, and then go over to the next button for every uh. input option. So when I was done, I'm done with all the settings, I think, I start the game and realize, huh, I'm moving with the right analog stick and not the left analog stick. And the left analog stick is the camera. And the camera is inverted. <laughs> but I'm not going to reset these controls because it was a pain to get working. I'll just, I don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll play this way and I'll try to see how that goes. And literally hurt my hand in the process. Mm. My wrist was ruined after that. Uh. So, um, don't do that. Don't, don't play, don't play a, a 3D action game with the analog sticks wrong. If you're left-handed and can map the uh, face buttons to the D-pad, yeah, then maybe sure, but if not, yeah, don't do it. Your hand will not be happy about it. Yeah, the, first start, the first start of that sentence was a lot like Jonathan Holmes. Don't play a 3D action game. <laughs> <laughs> I can guess behind that most of the time. Um, Unless it's your, 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 speaking your of actually, if you're looking for a new controller for the PC, get the DualShock 4. Um, That's what I have. Yeah, Does it work uh, well? The X input wrapper done by some guy on... Doesn't uh, work. Uh, it works fine for me. I, I'm so pissed off because I can't play Spelunky with it. Uh, I'm going to try it. Genuinely, I uh, uh, use uh, DS4 to X input mapper 1.1 beta 3. Yeah. It works fine uh, over Bluetooth what, what as well. Um, I, 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 it, it recognizes the controller. I get it to, to, to glow in pink and all that stuff, which is really cool. But no, Spelunky won't work with it. It pisses me off. But um, It's really weird. What version of Windows are you running? Uh, 7. Oh, okay. Well, I'm running 8, so I can't really do any tests yeah. to see what's The last on. game I played, though, uh, that, I, that, I had, that, that I played uh, yesterday, was a old computer RPG from 1990 Ooh. called Fountain of Dreams. Uh, which people might know as the hey! original sequel to Wasteland. Yeah, oh. I'd heard of that before. Yeah, um, yeah. No one who worked on Wasteland worked on this game. And eventually, the name <laughs> Wasteland was removed from the game. But it was meant to be Wasteland 2. It's a post apocalyptic RPG taking place in California. Uh-huh. And um, has a really cool aesthetic. And some of the most unforgiving, broken gameplay you'll find in the game. Not a lot of fun. I spent like an hour playing it. Because I, I, try, I tried to do a Let's Play of it. I recorded it for 15 minutes. And the footage was, was corrupted. Try it again. Same thing again. Try it again, same thing. Eventually, I got I got um, 13 minutes out of it. Like, like, good, okay, good. Put it together, render it out. And then I realized, oh wait, Fraps won't record properly, so the screen actually doesn't update properly. Meaning that if the if the if a character is talking and there's no animation, the talking sequence won't be there in the game, and stuff like that. So um, I don't know if I'll ever actually have a video on that game, but uh, don't play Fountain of Dreams if you have a chance. Go play Wasteland instead. Wasteland 2 is sort of yes, a proper Yes, it is. It's an early access. I'm waiting for the full release. I'm very excited. I don't like early access. They just tease me. There's like a game is out there, but it's not done. Yeah, I'm it not depends. a fan at all. I mean, this was touched on in the Jimbo Yeah. I've it. Uh, Kerbal Space Program is apparently very good, uh, even though it's still not I reckon that done. The problem I have is that it makes it tricky to... Re- well, the ethics of reviewing is muddled in the process yeah. because yeah, it's so difficult to gain a clear picture of what state the game is in. Here's when the problem. Yeah. But here's the problem. I have. It's, hey, 
You, would you like to pay more for a game that's less finished? Yeah, I that's... don't like it when they're charging more. If they're charging the same amount or less than at launch, then that's fine. Yeah, because I think uh, like, I've seen games like Minecraft. Prison Architecture and Prison Architecture. Kerbal Space Program. They've been on the Steam Summer and Winter sales quite a bit now. As in, every time I see a big sale on Steam, they're usually the headliners. Yeah, they had special cards for them and everything. So apparently yeah. Ghost Recon Online is going through at Xbox now, which is funny because it's been open beta for two years. Is and this I've been a playing Facebook it. game? No, it's a free-to-play f- shooter. It's a really good one, actually. Oh. Say, it's been open beta for years. I actually thought it was it was out. because I've, I've been playing it since closed beta, and now apparently it's going on early access. Well, bear in mind that... Um, uh, what's it called? The drunk... Um, not Rob, drunk Rob. Uh, one, one, two, one, three, three, kick, kick it. it. That was originally released on Steam, and that was before Early yeah. Access existed, but it was essentially the same thing. They said, hey, the game's not done, but we're going to release it as part of the potato sack, and if you want to help us out, then buy it now. You said the um, name wrong. What? It's one, two, three, kick it, brackets, drop three, that beat like an ugly baby, baby. close yeah. brackets. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we. See, I remember us talking about that yeah. before. Um, uh, but I'm, now it's in Early Access. It was like one of the first Early Access games, despite the fact that it was already on Steam. Um, oh. Simply because the game's not fucking done. They've completely remade the game since then. Oh, that's like, why I remember the Deja Band fan club. Because yeah. the potato sack. Mm-hmm. It was there. Yeah, I think the... Uh, what I don't like is when people say, oh, you can't review it yet because it's an early access, it's not a finished game. But they're ch- but something like what Jim was describing with Seven Days to Die or whatever it's called, a game that is about as bare bones as you can get, the, the yes, but your review is going to be outdated very soon. Mm, and the other thing of it is there. The other thing in, being that uh, yeah. you know you can you can review Seven Days to Die as a fun game. Oh, I'm having fun. Like for instance, Minecraft built on its success. You know, it was fun back then, and now it's fun uh, because it's got more features. What have you? That might actually change the way that uh, a game is developed if that's early access. If you know what I mean. I mean yeah. What I would do is I would. Um, I, w- I would write a preview for it, a very detailed, but basically a review. Yeah. Make it a preview. But yeah, the problem yeah. is Follow that you would preview. have to keep updating it. You know, now Starbound has some more stuff. Yeah. Now, and, yeah, now it works that's better. That's fine. Oh, you, don't have to, you don't have to update a preview. You no. can do more articles, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, you, you can do more previews. Bear in mind that Minecraft was only reviewed in 2012, I think it was. Like, yeah. That was, that was when the reviews happened, because the game yeah. came out. No one yeah. really reviewed it, because no one knew when to start. But no. I think the thing is that um, at the moment, early access games are really popular on Steam. Jesus are, Christ, as in, Daisy and Rust. There are some really, really good the, ones, the, but there are a lot yeah. of... Yeah. Daisy and Rust... Um, they see, which basically they, the developers are saying, don't buy this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Starbound, of course, very popular. Um, it's like, means, don't buy this, but people are bugging us and wanting to play it, so fuck it, have it. <laughs> fuck as, it in, as in... Um, Daisy, I think, was more popular than any of the games that were on sale during the winter sale. Yes, yeah, it was still despite on top, the fact that it, was, was on sale, it wasn't even like minus ten percent or anything. It was yeah. full price. Both and I'm, and both I'm looking at um, I'm, lo- on top. Hmm. I'm looking at the um, top twenty of top sellers on Steam's front page, and I'm, it's it's really interesting to see what's there. I mean, um, the latest game from the makers of Fallout's on there. The wonderfully titled Next Car Game. I love that oh, yeah. I want, to, I want to talk about that game because it's the worst name ever but the game looks a lot of fun. 
Okay. You might as well just call it Untitled Document Number Six. That's basically. what basically and what they've done because they call haven't. it Room Room, and I'm happy. I, I kind of, uh, as far as I can tell, what they're kind of hoping is that they get the license to fly out again. But there actually was a name. There was a game called Room on the Amiga. Awesome. Pretty cool. Yep, the room's very good. But also in the top twenty is go- is um, Space Engineers, which we talked about. I want. Oh God, that. here's the worst title ever: Eight Bit MMO. I, I think I played. Yeah, I played it. I think. We got broken a. That sounds I, horrible. I get no, but Seven Days to Die is on there, and that really should not be twenty-seven pounds in its current state. That looks really. That's the, the, thirty-two the, euros. Jeez. The thing that uh, the uh, Let's Play Jim did of that, it looked so bad. I think that's the really thing. For, ev- for every um, Rust and Daisy, which although they are not finished by any stretch of the word. They are playable and they are still fun and they are probably still worth your money. Yeah. And but some I, still, seven I, days still, I still can't get over the fact that they see just have respawning zombies yet. That's <laughs> a bit much. But the only, only way you can kill all the zombies on the map and the only way to get Sorry. zombies back is if the servers are respawn restarted. Oh, Thief is coming out soon. Yes, it is. I wonder if it's going to be good. I like. Um, I never wrote my preview for it, but let's just say I am. I have very good, good hopes for it. I, but I really like those. I, I, you know, I, I like love, yeah. sneaking. I, I'm a. Are you a fan of original, of original Thief games? Uh yeah. I think I, I think you'll oh, be happy. I mean, I mean, I haven't played the full game, uh, but uh, keep an eye out. Okay. Uh, I like that's all I saw. I say. Let's uh, let's 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 bring this to a close. I think as we've, oh, right. we've taken oh, enough okay, of our okay. player listeners' time. Um, want, we want to do something now. I and will so we, come we, to come 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 around, Matt. Yes. And start kissing his little face. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh, don't. Such so a tiny I, face. I didn't wash it. Oh, kiss, 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 kiss. I didn't wash it this week. Bite those nipples. Did you wash it weekly? Only, ever. Oh. I do it once a year. I just showered yesterday. Hmm. First one this year. So oh, ironically, so many mushrooms just fell off. Did you eat them? <laughs> Do you then harvest them for the rest of the year and they make a oh, yeah, snack? I am tripping balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, tripping Maddie. balls from mushrooms grown Maddie, Maddie, on your balls. Maddie. Oh! Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Oh, yeah, so what the? Where can we find you on the internet? Where? Uh, in the I'm shadows. Actually, nowhere, but in I'm thinking shadows. about uh, starting a Tumblr site. I've been waiting. Are we doing questions? Yes! Shut up. Mr. Nep on, on Twitter asks, is there any sort of process behind 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 how you find new avatars when you yeah, like register for a website or Twitter or whatever? Like ah, what do you go through when you pick avatars? I will no. usually find things it'll usually depend on my mood and because I change my avatars on my numerous social websites a lot. Right now, I'm dedicating fun. all of my social media areas to Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls. Because I've just finished watching that, and I adore it to death, and I want the world to know that. It's the best show. But, but yeah, sometimes I do pop culture references and pictures and stuff. Sometimes I feel like people need to realise who they are talking to and put my face up there. And, um, yeah, I mean, I can fully understand why people wouldn't want to change their profile pic too much, because that gets annoying after a while, I'm guessing. 
Yeah, I, I never actually never ever changed mine because it's my little rat. It was ma- made uh, for me. So that's mine. That's mm. my unique mm. little avatar. I just never changed mine because there's never been a good good real life picture of me and I don't like pictures. But you are so cute. And you love acoustic guitar. Mm. And you have so much spunk on I your also, face. It's really I also uh, bought mine, so to speak. There was a time where... Uh, a lot of uh, people from the Sartoy community and some of the staff even, and other websites, uh, they had this uh, those cartoony versions of themselves that with a certain distinct style to them. So I asked some of those people, hey, who did you got it from? And they pointed at uh, one guy from the Sartoy community, uh, Mikey Turvey, who was basically doing commissions for those. Yeah, I mean, I have several friends that have pictures that I've done for them as um, their profile pics, and it's always been... I've I've always wondered why, (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) But it's always always very flattering and always very complimentary towards me, and I always thank them for it. Jay had one for a long time. Yeah, he did. Jay keeps asking me to do him new ones, and I keep telling him, (laughs) settle settle down, baby, settle down. Yes, he, he is a Jew. Tell him it will cost him one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> no. That will put him right off. Um, <laughs> next question. I make my own. That's No, I haven't answered the question yet. Oh, you haven't? Um, uh, I either go... Whenever I change my look somehow, I normally take a picture of myself and use that. If I'm not doing that, I basically go with, with whatever like screenshot from an anime really... I really like the, this week, basically. Right, so change every week on Twitter. Uh, sometimes more often than that, but I sort of, a week is normally what I end up changing on. I've had the same avatar for the last fucking year, so yeah, that's, it's usually my persona. It doesn't tend to change. If not, it's a good. There's a picture of me with a gun that I quite like. What? No, no, that's scary. What no. about that one? It's not even a real gun. It's the Namco Guncon. What about oh. that one where you're holding a PSP and then there's a, there's a mouth on the screen? Oh, yeah, that was weird. That's my Facebook profile pic, because I don't want my fasona on there, and I didn't really want the gun one on there either, and I'm not entirely sure what that picture's meant to be. Uh, it's me using my Vita as a mouth. I don't quite know what it is. Oh, is that what it is? Uh-huh. Okay. Huh. There's a picture oh. of my mouth on the screen. It's just hard to see. <laughs> it's a big vagina, I thought. Yeah, but that's how you describe it. For a while, I had those those hypno goggles I've got, the Doctor Insano ones. I had them on this lion hat I've got. Yeah, just yeah, and that was my oh, avatar. So, awesome. um, awesome. Let's, let's let's dive into the Papa Boris mailbag. Oh yes, okay. we have um, <clears throat> questions from a good and sensual friend, Papa Boris, he, who is a real person. He has been standing behind us, behind me, the whole time. The whole time. Furiously masturbating. My shoulder is so gooey yeah. right now. Uh, pa- Papa Boris, do you want to come near the microphone, mate? Come on. <sighs> don't Hello. come near the microphone. No, no, don't come up. No, don't, because it's sensitive. Oh. But just come. Move closer to the microphone and obviously oh. get lower down so you don't come on it. Oh, oh okay. Don't get a load down on it. Hello, Hello. Uncle Ivan here to help with Boris. Oh, Uncle Ivan, you all you get sloppy second, you know that. I know, I know. Um, okay, actually, I have a question for you two. Mm. Do you know Bill Roche? Is, is he fat man with bad hair? 
No, he's an old actor that fucked a bunch of kids. No, I may see him at the meetings, but no. <laughs> <laughs> How many people attend these meetings? More than you would have. Most of them are rabbis. Is, is it set on Coronation Street as I, as I do expect it to be? Uh, <laughs> See, this is like a joke that you probably won't get unless you're in Britain, because it's about a current trial going on soon. I... No, I don't Basically, know. Basically, an actor from the soap over here has been no, put on no, trial I, for fucking a bunch of kids. Allegedly. So, do... do the pub you go to for your meeting, is it called The Robes Return In? <laughs> no, no, no. Not no. sexy. Sexy boy, sexy boy. We have this really nice man in Thailand. This, uh, <coughs> that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the boys really say to me. We yeah. have this really nice glittering man in Thailand that caters everything. He streams all that child abuse all the way to Bratislava. It's topical. We invite <laughs> we invite friends from meetings. Yes, into our creepy, creepy basement. But then there was a raid on Thailand. We got away, but let's just say our hands are very tired. Okay, you were, you were like a champ. All those men and their penises. <laughs> but you got us away, and I kiss you. Even though we were very old, so I do not get aroused. I like cakes. <laughs> Small cakes, more. I like small cakes that I can just fit all in my mouth at the same time. Uh, so, Papa Boris, what is your favourite video game? Or just, what's your favourite game to play at a party? Uh, Spin like... bottle. <laughs> Spin like... vodka bottle. Well, it always goes into listeners, boy, we know that. Mm. I like, <laughs> uh, brothers, a tale of two sons, because they are two children. Without parental supervision. You know, I was almost expecting to you, you to say that you like Super Deep Throat, but I think the people in that are too grown up. You know what? I like those Final Fantasy games. Many children. You know the is girl, is boy, it don't matter, it don't matter. They're all red and bleeding on the inside. Jesus. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> that's the end of the show forever, I think. Goodbye, little boys and girls. <laughs> I will <laughs> see you send nice very questions. Soon. Uh, um, right. Yeah, so... What were you saying, yeah, Matty? What were you saying about being able to reach you on the internet? We'll all do all introduction yes. thingies. I do not have one, but I'm going to make a Tumblr site very soon. Ooh, oh, keep it posted. Plug ya. Awesome. Me up to date on that. Super vid, vidi, vidi, vidi. Mm. How do we, how do we find you? He is, he is the seer man. He sees into the future, tells me when to sell my uh, Steam cards. Oh no, I'm very good at Steam economics. It is a small country after all. Uh huh. So I have uh, lots of experiences with uh, economics in small countries. Yeah, uh, especially all those, that, those crates full of ch- children you sold.
Yes. Um, or CSGO crates, whichever. <laughs> uh, where can we find you on the internet? Which actually, for all you know, could be full of children. No, probably yeah. I, I have not opened enough to get the extra special item. <laughs> I don't know. Where, are they, where you can find me on uh, steamcommunity.com/id/sermon. Mm. Sexy. Yeah, though no, I don't. I have a, I have a Twitter account. It's at killermime93, or you can just Google Vid Sermon Twitter. But uh, you 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 can do that. I don't know. Awesome. I like that. I like it when you say those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, say those words to me, Vidi. Mister Owen, child of our time, creature of our wildest fantasies. How do we find you on the internet? That's a wonderful description. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter is at Adam Owen FTW. Most things on I do on the internet have the name Adam Owen FTW, including a Tumblr, a Facebook page, uh, numerous stuff. I also do intend to start a new film blog pretty soon. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm probably because um uh, I won't go into detail now, but the Oscars have nominations have just been announced. I will be writing on that soon. Sweet. Neat. I like it when that happens. That is fun. Things are happening. Mm. Tabichi, tell us where we can find you. I am me as you are, he as you are, me and we are all together. together. Um, You can find me on Twitter, at Tabichi K, that's T-O-B-I-I-C-H-I-K in one word. Uh, I do Let's Plays on YouTube. Um, you can find that at um, youtube.com slash tabichi j-a-a-p um, and there's also my personal blog where I have daily anime reviews Those, I'm a few days behind right now because I did some big stuff a few days ago um, that's tabichi.wordpress.com you can read my article there called Sacred Trick and the, Obje- and the, Sacred Trick and the Objectification of Lesbians which uh, I wrote and I think it's a really good article uh, every Monday, I do the final battle of a video game podcast. Every Wednesday, I do just another anime podcast, an anime podcast. And every second Sunday, I do uh, Whispers in the Dark for a Lion Horror. Your your roster of things is always so much bigger than anyone else's. It's terrifying. It's like a monolith. And that's, that's me not talking about secret projects. Stop being so busy. Secret projects! Dirty damsel. Oh yeah, an escape is coming out next month, so keep be on the lookout for that. And stars Connor Sim and Neural, and that's going to be cool. Oh, Sam, just uh, I am do your on thing. Twitter at spam underscore can. That's my normal name for things. Uh, I'm still working on my portal model, though, obviously because I've not been able to work over the last month. It's been a bit difficult. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing most of the time. And uni work and all sorts of other bollocks. Um, yeah, I use Google Plus more than Twitter though. So if you add me there, do it. Okay, uh, Tommy, you chubby cuddle bon- blanket. <laughs> chubby cuddle bon blanket. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I don't know what that. I don't know what that uh, means. I, I, like I, I think I need to change my Twitter handle now. Now, <laughs> right now it's th underscore Tommy, but chubby cuddle bone blanket—that's that's much better. You are very cuddly. 
Oh yes, I actually am. Uh, I am a very big fan of uh, cuddling. Aww. Aww. Aww, man. He's so cute. I hope you find a very fat girl to do it with. <laughs> so you don't smush a tiny Asian woman. Uh, okay. And you can also find me at, at Matt Speaks Words on Twitter. Uh, Tumblr, I also have Matt Speaks Words on there, though I don't do a lot on it. Sometimes I talk about D&D um, and DMing and that sort of thing. Um, and where else... Ah, oh, fuck it. Just go and like the, the pod teeth thing and that'll be it. I can't think of anything else at the moment. Go. Find yourself a goal in life and stick to it. Like you could never be separated. Like you would die were you to be separated from it. Hide in its shadow as if you didn't have any other identity. And flee. Flee the the other lands. Flee to where you want to be. You've been listening so- to pod teeth. Thank you. Can you do all the audiobooks in the world now, please? <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically telling people to be Nintendo fanboys. Yep. Yes. Um, so yeah. Uh, actually, it, the other thing is, if you if you send me a um, a piece of fiction and I like it, uh, I will audiobookify it if you if 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 it's good enough. I'm going to try and find my friend's sister's One Direction fan fiction. I'll totally do that. I will put my voice there. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.